Hey everybody, welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan. I'm your host, Daniel Thompson. And I'm Alvin Williams. Man, this has been an interesting week. Just a little bit, brother. So, I did see a screening of Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. But before I get into that, I just want to say, rest in peace, XX Tentacion. However, that's how you say his name, I don't know. There is fucking name. Uh, yeah. Oh, you gonna talk about a deal like that, bro? Nah, I'm sure he's in a better place now, so he can laugh at it. (laughs) Nah, man, that dude's 20 years old and got clapped in in broad daylight, dude. Yeah. That's sad. It is sad, and apparently people were saying he was trying to get his life together, and it's it's messed up when, you know, people are actively trying to better themselves and they get taken out too soon, you know? Yeah. Like, no one bats an eye when it's, like, somebody who's, like, not trying to better themselves. Everybody bats an eye when somebody dies, bro. Yeah. Even people like, yo, no matter how bad a person it was, you know, deserve to die. Could have sent him to jail. <laughs> well, see, I wonder, I, I wonder why he was shot. Like, you know, what type of enemies does he have? You know, what was he doing? Who was he messing with? Here you go. I'm yeah. just. I'm they, just they said it was Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I told you he knows John Wick. I told you. Was not John Wick at all, bro. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But but that's because Drake was like, he was just like, yeah, well, you don't you don't need to be going out here for these low level, you know, hits. <laughs> and so he just got some goons. Yeah, because you know they were beefing at one point in time before. Yeah, because Drake think, said he was still in his flow. Yeah, that's how. That's actually how he got on because mm. Drake was beefing with him about the well, he was beefing with Drake about his flow, Made or whatever. His career. And then they said in the. Uh, I ain't fifty fifty with no ho- um set song. Mm-hmm. He was like SMS triple X. Oh, that's what that reference was. That's what everybody tried to say. I thought it was just because it was like he was talking about like news. I, I thought it was talking about news too. Yeah, he's like they whatever. tried to they tried to correlate that. Together. Maybe he did. He's got a lot of blood and it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark. But did you see the video that he put out like? Months ago, no, it was like right before he died. It wasn't right before he died. That it was, really was, yeah, yeah, because his hair is was blue when he died, and then in the video it was white. white. Yeah, oh. so it was, he, but he's. I think he knew it was coming. What if this is a whole thing where he like set up himself to die, like he hired some people to kill him? Nobody does that, bro. You don't know what type of mental state he was in. I mean, he said, "I hope my death can help people like be like." Better people and they could learn something from his death or some shit like that. I'm like, it could be a whole thing. We might catch the guy who did it and he'll be like, hey, he paid me to do it. And it had to look like a like robbery, so I took his Louis Vuitton bag. <laughs> One, why was he having? Well, I'm not going to call it all Please that. don't. Let's not do that, bro. <laughs> He's dead. I'm not going to be a dick. I have limits. Standards. No, I got limits. <laughs> I got limits. But, you know... Uh, Moving on, moving on from that. Actually, last thing that came to my mind, <laughs> I'm sorry, and this is kind of messed up. It's kind of funny. Like, if this was a movie, it's almost like you know, like oh, they're gonna make it out, and then they die, and then the camera kind of pans up, and then you just hear the music. What's that song you did? Look at me. What what? That song, Look at me. No, I don't know the song. Da 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 da. Yeah, yeah, that would be like the perfect music, right? That's crazy. And you know what's dark? This is dark. I'm appalled that people took fucking videos of him dying. 
Yeah. That's the that's the era we live in. Bro. I know, but it's disturbing. I'm like, if I saw somebody that had just been shot, my first instinct would be to call 911. Well, the police is already there. Nobody took video of like him actually getting shot. It was like he was already dead. But there the was somebody was... like there was only one person, one of that, one of those videos who checked the pulse, and it wasn't an EMT or whatever. I don't know. I didn't see that video. <laughs> yeah, there was really, like the police got there, but people were already there at the crime scene before police got there. R.I.P. Max. I don't know how you died, brother. I'm sorry you died. <laughs> sorry, man. Mm, you know. We're living here now. But on other news about <laughs> kids dying. No, no, no. I, I'm not the only one changing subject. Like, on the same subject. Did you see the video of the uh, 17-year-old that got shot? He got, like, shot in the head, right? And so EMS and them. It was like, I think his wound was in his head or whatever. Mm. So uh, the EMS got there and... They immediately like I don't know if they check this pulse or whatever standard oh, they went to. Yeah, I know. And then they put the uh, sheet over him, like he was dead. And yes. then somebody was like, it was like 15 minutes later, and they were like, dispatcher was like, yo, he's not dead. Like we're looking at the camera right now, he's moving. And then they went and took the sheet off of him. Wow, that right there. That's that, dark. That, that's that's what appalled me all, out of all things in the news this week. Maybe they, yeah, that is appalling. Because I'm saying like this dude's laying in the street, and you just like oh. Throw a sheet he's over dead. Him. He's dead. Yeah, just throw a sheet over. He him. caught him in his atrial artery. He's not gonna make it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's crazy. I'd be like, can you believe this? Yeah. yeah oh, but, oh, he's about to get paid if he yeah. if he makes it alive, regardless of whatever the situation was. For his family. Yeah, whatever, whatever the situation was, like there's gonna be some money rolling in. Yeah. Well, especially if he doesn't make it. <laughs> it's been a dark week. It's been a dark beginning of the week, I guess. Yeah, it, has. it happened in the beginning. But you know, good. then I saw Jurassic World. On Keenum to wash that darkness down, and uh, how was that? No, whoa, zoink, man. I really wanted this movie to be awesome. Did we hit the zoink button on that one right there, brother? It's it's a hmm, it's just well, it it, this marketing wasn't even all that well. It's I mean, it didn't look that interesting, like. Everything about like my first trailer reaction was Mm -hmm. probably spot on because I was like, oh, it's a you know, they're on the island. Ooh, mm-hmm. is a volcano. They're trying to save the dinosaurs. Really, that's the plot. That's like Jurassic Park two, almost. But luckily, the first half of the movie is them trying to save the dinosaurs, and then it becomes an entirely different movie altogether. Like almost like a indoor thriller. Like hmm. they build a dinosaur that is like. The previous dinosaur in Jurassic World, except it's smaller now, and it can like navigate through corridors and shit, and it's smart, and it just likes to kill, and so they're like trapped in a mansion with it, yeah, <laughs> and it's like militarized or some shit. It was dumb. It was kind of stupid. And then on the scale of one to ten, one being the worst, ten being the best, what you give it? I would give it like a five point eight. Whoa, five point eight is pretty decent. That's not it's near. Sense. It's nearly to sixty, six. <laughs> That's not good, bro. Not for Jurassic Park. It definitely does not meet Jurassic Park. My Jurassic the Park standards. Thing. But you know, when I say this, I already know it doesn't matter what I say because most people want to just see dinosaurs eat people. And at the end of the day, in this movie, dinosaurs do eat people. So they get what they came for. You get what you came for. Now there's other stupid shit in the movie where. You know, uh, <laughs> I can't even get into it because it's massively spoilerific. Mm-hmm. But I will say, they took some interesting turns in the second 
part of the movie because one, you're dealing with like years after somebody figured out how to clone a dinosaur, and then that kind of raises the question: Well, if we can clone dinosaurs, what else could we clone? Once you figure that out, you could clone anything. Right. So this movie kind of answers that question: Like, what at people actually? What do. we do after that? Because that's breaking all sorts of rules, bringing something that was dead back, and then making more of them. Yeah. So. That's all I'm gonna be. I'm trying to be really cryptic there, but I'm like, hmm, okay, that's kind of interesting. But you know, it was just ideas. We're not messing with people now, are we? I'm not saying anything. Oh <laughs> shit! I'm not saying anything. But I will say, also, I was right about saying that Jurassic or Jurassic World One was the setup for to make the original plan for Jurassic Park Four more plausible, in which they had like. Raptor slash human hybrids with like laser beams on their heads or some shit. Like military conversation. Yeah. So like this movie isn't that. It's not that, but it's it's like this movie is the ladder to get there. Gotcha. That's it's the first step. That's why I would say this movie isn't really a movie. It's really just kind of pitching you for the actual movie that you wanted to see, sorta. Of, that you're trying to get it. Like, cause trying I'm, to make it at the end. Yeah, by the end of the movie, you're like, oh, okay, so this is all set up for a much more cooler movie. Like, <laughs> it kind of pissed me off. I, I, I feel like movies like that just does not work, dude. This like, movie, I, I, I don't think it's going to do as well. Like, you have, to, you have to sell your pitch in the trailer. And deliver. Yeah, like, I mean, because at the end of the day, like, if, if, if I sit here and feel like I wasted my money, or whether you saw it for free or not, if I wasted my time, Going to see this movie and it didn't live up to the standard. It didn't live up the the hype. It's like, what? Why would I go back and watch another one? Mm-hmm. Like you, you didn't. This is fool me it. once, shame on you. This fool is, me twice. This is shame a test on me. of the brand. I really believe that it's a test of the brand because you know, like, how well, strong is it? How strong can people? Uh, is Jurassic Park is that brand that people can like take a shitty movie and then come back? Because when you think about it. The Lost World Jurassic Park, the second one, mm-hmm. was okay. It wasn't great. It was nowhere near the first one. Right. But it had some interesting things. And then Jurassic Park 3 came out, and it was, like, not great at all. It was pretty... It was, like, the lowest rated one. And Jurassic World came out, and it had, like, a 76% Rotten Tomatoes shit. I don't know. And it was critic-proof. Like, you get shit on that movie, but it was making money. Out right, right, right. But this one, I don't know if it's as safe, because it hasn't been... at as long a wait to see dinosaurs again. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. You gotta get somebody, something for them to want. Yeah. Know? And then they brought Jeff Goldblum back and he was only in the movie for like... Actually, if you just watch the trailer, that's how long he's in the movie. That's That makes me so mad when people do that shit in trailers. It's like, hey, this person's in this movie and he's only in the movie for like two minutes. Pisses me off. Mm. But I get it. You can't go back to the island. Venom. Yeah. Well, let's, <laughs> let's hope it's not like. Let's hope Venom's not like that. But uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of brands, while we're on brands, another big piece of news that came out was Star Wars. What you got? Now, this is juicy. That's your. That's your. This, this is juicy. Taste the juice right there. So basically, Disney has. Or in Lucasfilm have decided to put all their Star Wars spinoffs on hold in light of the recent Han Solo movie not delivering numbers that it should have and even reviews. 
I posted something about it the other day, and some people were like, oh, I think you're being too harsh about this, about Han Solo. It was okay. And I was like, it was okay? That's all you had to say from a Star Wars movie? Like, I was like, I remember The Force Awakens came out, and everybody was saying, oh, it's amazing. It's awesome. They all can't be great, bro. They all can't be great. That's true, but there's a standard. You got to reach a standard where you see the movie, and you're like, you know, I liked it. It was wasn't better than the first or the second, but it was good. Well, with all the dilemmas and delays that they had with the <laughs> yeah. Star Wars, like <laughs> so, yeah. I get it, from what you're saying is it sounds like they should have just like cut it. I would have said let's just wipe it from the slate and just like let's like recalibrate what this movie is. Instead, they got caught up in business where you know you set your release date before you even have written the script and stuff and then they're trying to meet this deadline and that fucked them it's the over worst the way end. to do stuff it fucked them over in the end like it, it, it's the worst way to do stuff if you don't know how to steer the ship now somebody like and they also and what's interesting about this is they also said that they will stop hiring uh young up-and-coming directors to spear these movies because they tried to take a page from Marvel Studios' book. Marvel Studios, they hired nothing but new people. Mm-hmm. New up-and-coming directors, fresh at the box, whatever. And they make amazing Marvel movies because the guy that's overseeing it makes sure that they're not fucking it up. And he won't fire them if they have disagreements. Right, right, right. You know, so, you know, it's all about the leadership. Now, I question the, the leadership at Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy... I don't think that she knows how to handle these Star Wars spinoffs or whatever. Because she's trying to play it safe with... with uh, you still haven't seen Han Solo yet, have you? Nope. Yeah, so and I feel like a lot of people didn't turn out to see this movie. Because one, it just looked unappealing. You know, it was just... there was, And then the people that came out... It was people that came out. It was their job, once seeing the movie, to say... Hey man, you really need to check this out. Like mm-hmm. if I saw the movie and been like, "Yo man, you really need to go see Solo." That movie was pretty dope. But, I probably would have saw it, but because I was like, uh-huh, it, was, yeah, "It was, yeah, it was okay." You were like, "Cause like I said, I'm not even a Star Wars person." And like I said, like just seeing the trailers, I was like, I was a little, I was like "All right, yeah, yeah." And you're like, "Nah, bro, it wasn't good." And nobody, I'm like, not only you, but like, I look at your stuff, and then mm-hmm. I'm like. Well, let's see what other people are saying. Yeah. Everybody was like, oh, it was mediocre. And da, da, da. I'm like, well, I'm not going to go waste my yeah. time on this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to waste and, some time. And bro. I think that's a smart move because, you know, now there's so many movies coming out every week that, you know, you have to be smart with your money. And word of mouth plays big on movies like this. You know, it's how Black Panther is, like, still in theaters right now. That is true. About to hit seven hundred million and domestically. I know, I know people that's like still like I haven't seen Black Panther yet. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Yeah, don't yeah. tell me. Like you don't take your ass to the movie. And, yeah, and so, and, <laughs> you're and, like you're late. You're like you're building up here. Exactly. So and I think they were expecting Han Solo to be like a billion dollar movie. There really? Was, yeah. There was no, or at least like five hundred million or six hundred million, something like that. But it was never gonna reach that amount. And then you know, the ones, the movies that. You know, we're on the way, like uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, or whatever. Uh, that was something people were really excited about seeing because they liked the actor who was in the prequels mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But that got put on hold. And then, like, this Bounty Hunter movie that's also kind of in the crime world 
movie, which is just like Han Solo got put in the put on hold. So you know, and then when Han Solo came out, or when Solo Star Wars story came out, they were like, oh yeah, Lando Calrissian is getting his own movie too, because people really liked Donald Glover. And I was like, well, see, there you go, making knee jerk reactions. And look where we are now. You got all your main shit on hold. And then the main Star Wars movies, they're going movie by movie. So they don't even have a plan story-wise of where they, how they want to finish the final chapter. That's crazy. And they're already plotting another three movies. So it's like, that's not good business. I, would, I wouldn't invest money in that. Like People like stories that have a payoff. To me. Like... If I was going to watch a Marvel movie, and the Marvel movies were just going movie by movie, like, making shit up as they went along, I'd be like, okay, this is getting stupid, like... Avengers. Yeah, Avengers Infinity War, everything tight was getting, was coming together. I don't know, there was no payoff at the end for that. Well, that's because there's one more story to that. There's, there's, but it's planned, it's been planned, like, for like four or five, because they wrote Avengers Infinity War in 2015. Yeah, yeah. So they knew already ahead of time. How they were going to plan it out. Yeah. And, make. and so they had to make some adjustments. See, no, that's how you do it, though. Yeah. You can't you can't, own the, you can't do it on the cuff when you're, like, in the middle of filming like that. Like, and that's why they were so ballsy about it. They were like, yeah, everybody fucking gets, you know, whatever at the end of Infinity War. <laughs> so, you know, uh, yeah, they got to make some changes at, at, at Lucasfilm. And they definitely should not, you know... Uh, Stick with that. We're only gonna get old directors because Ron Howard. Gonna work. Ron Howard fucking came in to save yeah. Han Solo. We're gonna be fighting in the dust again, and racing, racing spaceships. Yeah, in the dust. And that was a boring ass movie. So like Star Trek. Yeah, Scotty beam me up. Yeah, which is fun because they got a young director, J.J. Abrams, to fix Star Trek in the first Star Trek movie in 2009. And that now movie. I'm about to say now that's was, that's a legacy for you. You want to know why? Because I think even regular people don't fuck with Star Trek. Watched it and was like, you know what? Like this kind of this kind of slaps. <laughs> it kind of slaps. Like you got uh, Captain Kirk. He's kind of a real dude. Like, yeah. You know, like yeah. It was cool. That did good. Now that's that's one that is going to hold up to its legacy. Based yeah. on you know what I'm saying. Based off how it shot, you stick to the basis of what is. Stood on, yeah, it's gonna stand up, yeah. I mean, and it was ballsy at the time because you know the movie dealt with like time travel, mm-hmm. so it pretty much was saying that everything that happened in the TV show happened, but now it's an alternate reality, so they can do whatever the fuck they want. And that pissed off like a lot of the fans, but regular people were like, it Oh, this is it. cool, it worked, yeah, it was cool. Well, I know, I know hardcore fans that went and saw that movie like three, four times, still like <laughs> they still was like, Nah, Star Trek is out, like, yeah. Now they need to fix it now because Star Trek Beyond was trash. But you know they can fix it. <laughs> it's not too. It's not too late to fix fix that. But one one is like my go to. Star Trek one. I love Star the first Star Trek. It's great. In the Darkness was pretty good too. But you know one just is fun for some reason I can't explain. But uh, they also announced they're doing like some Star Trek TV shows, <laughs> and I'm like. I don't know if it works on TV anymore, but... Nah. We, you definitely know? won't. Like, maybe Netflix or something like that. Yeah, like, they would have to really reinvent Star Trek. Like, there's some Star Trek show out now on, like, CBS All Access, which I haven't watched because it's fucking on CBS All Access, which is, like, premium. Uh, but it's, like, apparently, like, more mature. Like, they have sex scenes and shit like that. In Star Trek? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, y'all are getting more mature. 
you know, hey, level up. <laughs> level up. You know, because, yeah, kids are more into Star Wars anyway. Right. So why try to cater to them, you know, anymore? It's always going to make less than Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah, that's true. All their fans. Well, I don't know the way this is going right now. Bro. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> might, Technically, yeah, you're it right. Might take a toll for the turn. Like. <laughs> yeah. Star Trek gonna be rated R next. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino is supposedly in on one of them. Mm. Star Trek Four. Apparently. So that's that means it's gonna be get real. If it does, I that mean you're gonna, gonna be Samuel Jackson's gonna be like a Cleon calling people the N word. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Kirk, you motherfucker. <laughs> Beat me up, motherfucker. Yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting. Fire wheel, motherfucker. Let's see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, I just came up with something. Okay, oh, here we so go. you know Star Trek Deep Space. You probably don't know Star Trek Deep Space Nine. It had the it, the only black captain on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was bald. What if they did a Star Trek Deep Space Nine movie and in that guy Cisco was played by Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel Samuel is too close niched with the Marvel universe to play Star Trek. That's fine. It would be it would be kind of <clears throat> excuse me. Where that come from? <laughs> <laughs> it would be kind of cool to see that, but he's too. He's I'm, already I'm in space with Thor. He's in a whole different universe. Man, it's it's going to confuse the fans. Nobody's going to get confused. He's it's not going to be wearing an eye patch. Let's go. Whatever. So, but anyways, oh, this must be this must be him before he got his eye anyways, poked out. Anyways, anyways, like Thor. Actually, you might be right after Captain Marvel comes out because he will be in space in that one. So never mind. Whatever. Uh, Let me get that one. Yeah, you got that one. <laughs> uh, Creed two. Boom boom boom. I like the story, but. I don't know if this one's gonna be as good as the first one. I'm just gonna put that out there. Oh, please elaborate, please. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> one, you don't got you got Ryan Coogler producing it, but he's not directing it. Some other guy that he passed the torch down to. Okay. And visually, it looks more big budgety. Right. Which it should be. Nah, I don't. I don't know, cause cause okay, cause, here's hear me out. Creed 1, you watch Creed 1, right. not big budget. It's very minimalistic, handheld camera. You know, he's a dude from Philly. He's, you know, he's just trying to get it. He's right. trying to earn his name and stuff like that. The whole vibe of the movie just screams that essence. Mm-hmm. And then you get to this one and everything's like glamorous looking, which his lifestyle should be glamorous, yeah. But I just don't know if the directing style should be so slick and... Shit like that. It's kind of I hate. I get I get what you're saying because it's, it's it's not even like uh it's not something you can really explain. It's more so a visual thing because yeah. I I get what you're saying because uh it's just like it's like Fight Night. Yeah. It's like the evolution of Fight Night. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then like how you know went from you know just blood falling to like blood sweat and yeah, then now yeah. it's like blood sweat and he drooling. You know I get what yeah. you're saying, but I don't know. I, I like I like the um. I think it's going to be good, and the only reason I say that is because it's playing on the fact of he's reached the part where he's made a name for himself, and um, everybody's like, "Bro, just calm down, bro." First off, this is a fight that we want to see, and it, yeah, I will say after I saw the first Creed, I predicted the sequel. Yeah, like, I, I was even saying, "Oh, like when I when, well, before I fight, saw it, who's gonna fight Germany?" No, before I saw <laughs> it, I thought there was gonna be like an after credit sequence where like they show like Creed mm-hmm. on TV. And then the channel tur- or the TV turns off, and it's Ivan Drago, like an old Ivan Drago, and he looks at his son who's like working out or some mm-hmm. shit, and he's like, 
he like smiles or some shit. Yeah, I mean, that would be cool. I mean, we're, I think I think this is what really we're expecting. I think the cleaner look would be cool because it's like uh, it's gonna be based. It's gonna be based solely off the family portion, I believe. No, I think you're right because because even with the uh whole thing about the story behind his dad, like he yeah. got he got to the fame, mm-hmm. and then he still was doing the extra stuff. Like, bro, calm down. You doing too much. Like. You, you're living the life now, which mm-hmm. which I, which I think is why they kind of shined it up, not, made, made it not so rugged. But here's what bothers me. Here's what bothers me. I think they fast forwarded too too much in this one. It's only been two years, and he's got a kid. He's he got has a, a kid on the way. He's got no. He's got a. They show it in the trailer. He's got a baby with Tessa Thompson. Yeah, she just like she just had the baby. Yeah, it's not on the way. It's like there. It's like he's holding it. So I'm just like, mm, like I felt like there was a, like in this chapter he should have been like their relationship should have been tested in a way where he was like, oh I got all this money I'm I'm fucking Adonis Creed like I'm mm-hmm. that dude because he kind of was arrogant in the first one a little mm-hmm. bit but he didn't have well he had money but he didn't have the fame and mm-hmm. the accolades and shit like that it would have been great to kind of see that and then the mom kind of being like yeah your father was exactly like this. You know, so then him having to deal with his uh, his similarities to his father is something that would have been interesting to, to to deal with because most people who didn't know their fathers don't like that they have similarities that mm-hmm. when they're like mom was bringing up some saying. shit. So like it would have been cool to kind of see. Wait, he knew that though, right? No, he didn't because he has his dad had sex with some other oh, woman. Oh yeah, he cheated on his wife and they divorced. Yeah, and he, his mom's or. His mom left him, yeah. Yeah, and some other lady. Or his mom died during childbirth. And so he grew up in, like... The other lady's house? No, he grew up in foster care. And then he was... Who's the black lady? She is the, uh, Adonis, or Apollo Creed's uh, wife, who he cheated on. Oh. And so she ended up finding out that he was... That he cheated on her and that the kid that she, the lady had was... a. His baby, so she went and found him because that was the last piece of right, 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 Apollo, and so it's like kind of a. Uh, it it would have been really emotional, but not, I'm not saying that they're not gonna do that in this one. But just the dialogue alone in the trailer where he's like, "Oh, you don't think I can beat him?" And then you that know, was kind of that was kind of corny. Well, one I was, I think you were there when we were shooting something, and like I pitched like my Creed two, sort of. I it probably it, was. Yeah, it. and it was like I was saying like. It was gonna be like Creed or yeah, Creed in the ring, Swole and I like like I can keep going, I can do this, and then like don't like don't don't tap out for me, and then Apollo being or Rocky being like, like I can't let you do this. <laughs> <laughs> your father said the same thing, you know, like yeah. and then in the trailer he says that's exactly what your father said, you know. So I was just like, I, all I, right, I, 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 it in. I guys. knew that I knew that part was coming, but <laughs> phoning it in the the. Outcome of that statement of like, yo, he's crazy. He has nothing to lose. You got something to live for. Oh, you think I do this? I was like, bro. Well, yeah, the dialogue has to be on point. And that I know Sylvester horrible. Stallone is notorious for like writing good dialogue. Or His is fine. And and like, what was the response? You know, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. And yeah. so, so I'm just saying, I hope that you know, I hope that it's you know more intense of a battle. Because one, I'm yeah. hoping that. That Drago is like a like the son of Drago is like a good dude, but like Creed is coming into the fight like out for blood, yeah, yeah, and then you know he has to deal with the fact that like 
you know, he's not fighting the actual dude who killed his father. Right. So it's this whole thing. I like, I like the way they brought Drago in. At like the very end, yeah. for people who don't know like what was going on. Because they were kind of teasing me. They were like, oh, you don't think I can beat him? And they show him like in the hospital with Zai Swan. But that's shit. the anticipation. Like, I think that, like, for everybody who knows the story, it's like, bruh, like, what do you know Drago is? Like, oh, bro, he, got, he has to fight the German dude. He got to fight the tall white Russian German dude, dude Russian. Yeah. yeah. I did say. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> With the white hair. Like, come on, bro. You. He has to. And it's like, ding, ding, ding. And then he's just back, hits the rope. And I, I was like, oh, okay. shit. That it's was hot. cool. I just don't know if they should have did it in the second one. In the second trailer? In the second movie. It might have been, they might have saved that for three. Three would have been like a, a rounding out of the the franchise. So, so who who would he? Who's he gonna fight now? Yeah. After, after no, 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 no. Who was he gonna fight in the second one? If he didn't fight Drago, who was he gonna you fight? You could do anybody. You could you could do uh, who Floyd Mayweather? Well, they did in the first one, Pretty Boy Ricky, and I didn't really give a fuck about him, but you know, like I just wanted to see Creed's story, and that worked. So you could put you know if you did put Floyd Mayweather in as like some like Mr. T type character, I'd be okay. Maybe he's Mr. T's. Characters like or yeah, I would be like, okay, how about that? Nah. Or Adonis had another, no. or Apollo had another son or some shit that was boxing as well. Ooh, oh no, they, there was a movie like that. There was a movie like that called uh, uh oh, brothers. oh, you can't even remember what it is. Warrior, that's what it was called, but it was MMA, and it was like two brothers. That was it good? It was really good. How much did it make? A lot. It got accolades. Almost got an Oscar win. So fuck off, bro. I guarantee you nobody saw that. Boy Mayweather. Yeah, I, I guarantee. Well, a lot of people saw. It. People that are in the MMA saw. It. I think the way. I think the way. <laughs> You're like not a lot of people. Whatever. I own UFC three. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I, I feel like the people who know Rocky's story know about Creed. They just they're way expecting this, bro. Yeah. I, 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 and I, I feel like even the ones like who's only used to the old Rocky and is like, oh, they're coming out with cream. I ain't going to watch that. Hmm. Th- this is going to bring them into that movie. and just like It's going to catch their attention. We'll see. That's, I think that's that alone. I already know the movie will be bigger only because of Black Panther success. Definitely. See, that that's another and part like, as and, well. You know, women are like, oh, my God, Michael B. Jones in it. And, you know, I just want to lick his abs. So, like, they're going to see the movie. They did say that. I literally had somebody say, I want to lick his abs. I'm like, why would you want to lick some dude's abs? Did you see the uh, MTV Award? Was it MTV Award? I did, yeah. yeah, (laughs) Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, that was funny. Michael Beecher, I bet you can look somebody in their eyes. Look at me in my eyes. You're pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. So he's riding the gravy train right now. I mean, I think it's it's a smart move. Like you said, especially coming bouncing off of Black Panther. Um, Then he had the other movie, too. Fahrenheit 451. Did that come out yet? Yeah, it was on HBO. It was not good. I didn't think it was going to be good. But it was about reading books. <laughs> oh, Brad, yeah, bro. I was like, because mm. one, it, like when I like was like reading the synopsis, oh, in a dystopian society where people burn burn books because of knowledge being power, I was like, bro. one man decides to pick up a book and read it. You tripping. <laughs> you tripping. I, I mean, it's a dystopian story, so I get it, but it was just like, it wasn't executed properly. Not no fire. Knowledge is power. It is, but. I get it. I get it. In the now, future, I, you know, whatever. Anyway, smart move from uh, Michael B. Jordan and Creed, bro. Uh, Creed Two is gonna be, uh, it's gonna be good. It Let's might see. not be like like Creed Three. I, I feel like well, if they make a third, it's yeah. gonna be like that. That one, that should be the one that they should like definitely play it safe with, as far as budget, everything. Just like yo, I mean, they made these movies pretty cheap, to be honest. But but I'm saying long, like, I feel like this is last one. 
I feel like he's going to die in this one. That's why, and I think that's why it is going to be easy for them to play it safe in the third one versus the second. I don't know one. if I want to go see so, it after so, that, though. Okay, so if they if they played it safe in this one, you do have to bring Sylvester Stallone back from the third. third one. Yeah, and then bring Drago in. That my no, idea was saying no. bring Drago in three, so then you can kill off Rocky. But they they fell for the sequel bait and and, and blew their entire load on the coolest idea already. Like, okay, yeah, we're gonna put him against Drago's son. Now, where do you go after he like? What let's say he beats Drago's, you know, son. Where do we go from there? There's nobody to fight. That's why you play it safe in the third one, bro. But but then that means that the sequel is not gonna have as much hype around it. It's just gonna be another sequel, another movie. Oh well, all right, movie's over, nothing else. But this one, people are gonna be like, oh, that was really good. If it's really great, or if it's really great, it's really great. And then the next one is just gonna be, yeah. It's got no emotional investment in it. Like, what is he gonna do? Is Apollo gonna end up in an accident and he's gonna end up like in some like fucking coma and have to fight his father to he's come back his, to life? Now he's teaching his son the ways to like beat. See, in the third one, there we go. He's too, there he's too we young. Go. There we go. In the third one, after he fights Drago. He is teaching his son the ways of boxing and being a real father. And he's bringing on another generation. No, Boom. Done deal. That's, that's it. That's it. People hate that, though. People hate huh? next generation stories. People hate it. Even then we turn it then we turn it into a TV series. No, nobody wants I would not watch it. Bro, because Michael B. Jordan is not going to do a fourth creed. So why I, not? I mean, he needs his own franchise, so he probably would. No, 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 no. Bruh. He he's not gonna throw away a franchise for the sake of throwing away. He's, he's not gonna he's not gonna stick with a franchise either. He's too fresh. He's too fresh. He's gonna stick with it, huh? He's gonna stick with it. This is it's just gonna be like it's gonna be it's either gonna go down like the Rocky franchise and go six movies, or it's gonna go down and like after three. That was that was, but honestly, if they would have spread those movies out, Rocky, they did. No, if they were really like spread them out, like instead of putting two three years apart, like. Five years, make it a franchise, make it a name for itself, like Star Trek, make it a name for itself. Nah, like, nah. yes, because boxing careers don't last that long, right? When, when, where? Like for most of the good ones, or at least in Rocky's case, hold like, his, his foot, Mayweather. But I'm saying people like Rocky, hold his foot, Mayweather. No, 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 it's no, no, no. hold his foot. Listen, Mayweather. listen, listen. It's different because Rocky was the type that was like he was okay with getting punched in the face. He wasn't an evasive fighter. He was never an evasive fighter like Floyd Mayweather, where it was like. I'm not trying to get hit. You, I'm, you might tag me a couple times, but Rocky was like, "No, come on, hit me, hit me." <laughs> he tapped. Oh, so, I was re recording this. Your face was everything. He's bro. like, "Come on, hit me!" <laughs> and he would just take punches, and I was like, "Okay, well, realistically, somebody that's like that in every fucking fight, do you expect them to like last that long? <laughs> like before they can't wipe their own ass? <laughs> like, like, let's be real." And then it took a while for them to come out with Rocky Six, Rocky Balboa. And he was like, his son was like in his 30s or some shit. Mm-hmm. And then everybody was like, don't try to fight this 20-year-old dude or whatever. And it was kind of a BS ending because he won. <laughs> okay. You typing it in? No, no, no. I'm looking up other people's career. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Mm. 1985 to 2005. But when did he blow up, though? When did he blow up? He, yeah, because he had small... You could, you could start He blew up in the 90s. Yeah, he blew up in the 90s, like when Martin was out. When that was probably 1994 or 5. Holds the record as the youngest boxer to ever, youngest boxer to ever win a heavyweight title at 20 years. 
But that was four months. That's twenty two days old. Eh. Tyson won his first nineteen professional fights by knockout. Twelve of them first round. That's one of those things where it's like, oh, that kid's going places type of story. It's not saying that he was big at that point. It's just, oh, this is the guy that's like. But I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying, I'm looking at the greats. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the time frame. What's well, a little later than Rocky Balboa, but at the <laughs> same time, like he had that fighting style. Like he's like, yo, we gonna duke it out, and I'm gonna knock you out, bro. He, he took hits, bro. He didn't block at all. I guess that's I twenty know. years. That's a twenty but he years. Have any brain damage or anything? Fucking, fucking kidding me! If he ain't got no fucking brain damage. But he's talked like that before. He talked like that way before. So fuck it. Yeah, he's like, I'll marry your mother or some shit like that. <laughs> I'll marry your mother and I watch. Yeah, yeah just say some dark shit. But you know what? Yeah, he's. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Yeah, I do it. I do it. Yeah, but I don't know. I just I, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about this one. So we'll see how it plays I out mean, this November. Yeah, you're right. I I just I. It would have been it would have been a very I think it would have been a much smoother transition even though Creed hit hit the nail on the head when they did start the new franchise. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would have been just a smoother friend I mean transition if they would have like took Rocky and kind of just like spaced it out a little bit further maybe. and it maybe wait like I said like two thousand and nah. two thousand and ten. He's too old by then. Rocky Six came out in two thousand six. Two thousand ten. Some two thousand ten, bro. It's too old. That's four years later. That's she's way too old now. So, but but here's here's this though. This is another. This is the real reason. My subconscious was working on why I didn't really respond as well to this trailer. Now I figured it out. It's because I knew that they wanted Creed two to come out this like in 2015 when Creed was super successful. The first one. Yeah, they said, "Oh, okay. Well, Creed two is coming out November." That was Thanksgiving of 2018. Okay. And Ryan Coogler had to go and do Black Panther. And he was like, hey, why don't you guys wait? Wait for me so I can, you know, do my thing on the concrete too. Because mm-hmm. that's technically his franchise. He fucking gave yeah, them yeah, that yeah. idea. They could have waited. Yeah, but yeah. they were like, nah, fuck that. We're going to, it's going to come out. They're riding the boat, you. bro. Huh? They're riding the wave. They're riding the wave. But, but. Think about how many people forgot about the first Creed. Like, if they had waited one more year, if it had came out in 2019, the end of 2019, they would have been in better shape. You who forgot about it? Like, everybody wasn't thinking about Creed 2 right now. No, 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 no. Not at all. Yeah, so... He's he's just coming off of Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, and he just started shooting Creed 2, like, five weeks ago? Six weeks ago? Yeah, so... That shows you, like, it was kind of like, you know, it was kind of, it wasn't rushed. It had a short production schedule, but something about it just rubs me the wrong way. I'm like, you you dudes could have waited for Coogler to come on because that's his, like, it's his, it's his franchise, and he could have steered the ship way better. I'm giving, I'm giving Creed to. Benefit of the doubt. <laughs> All right. Uh, like, it could, I, I, I do agree with, it could have, it could have waited. Because, like I said, it would have been like more money. Because then it would have said from the director of Black Panther. Now they don't got that. Now it's just like I'm gonna go they ahead. Can't even say I'm it. gonna go ahead and give it a. <laughs> I believe it's gonna live live up to a good seven five. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, go fifty eight. Fifty eight. Yeah. Fifty eight. Fifty eight. All right. Yeah. Or 60, close to that. Which one you going to go with? 
<laughs> Which one are you it's going to be in that ballpark. But next up, we got It Chapter 2. Mm, I didn't even see the first one. Wow. Wow. So good. <laughs> so good. I think you not see it. Hey, man. Well, life be happening. You got things on your schedule. Clowns so. be happening. A lot of clowns on. on. Yeah, I don't mess with them. I like clowns in my circle. <laughs> well, it chapter two is started shooting, and everybody's excited because it's going to be the adult versions of the kids after they've survived messing with the clown. Yeah, and the clowns will come back and get them or their children. Yeah, get them. Like because apparently in the story, in the story, like they fuck up the clown really bad when they're kids mm-hmm. like they're like oh we're not fucking afraid of you and some shit and they just jump him mm-hmm. you know and then he goes away and uh at that point you know they think they've beaten him they don't because they don't necessarily think they killed him they just think he's gone for good mm-hmm. so years later time passes they got their own careers and all of a sudden oh shit they get a phone call i saw the clown you know and then they're like all right we got to meet back up because you know he's like the clown only goes after kids. Mm-hmm. Like he he can only he only because kids are the most like tasty Vulnerable. because they're feed off he feeds off of fear. Mm-hmm. So adults can't see him because they're not really afraid of him and shit like that. But they're afraid of him because they they are the only ones that have ever seen him and lived. So you know he's probably got a bone to pick with with them. So it's like a more personal battle mm-hmm. now. So I'm excited. It's got the same director, same writer. So. And they're gonna ride the wave of the first movie, you know, which was a mega success. No, but I, I, I kind of had a feeling that it was gonna be big when I saw the first trailer because our generation, when we saw the it movie, like in the '90s, which was like a two-part, like four-hour movie or some mm-hmm. shit, was like it was iconic. The performance was iconic from Tim Curry as Pennywise the clown, and then this new guy who no one, everybody was like, eh. You know, I don't know. He looked more sinister. Like, he's, the smile goes up into, like, his eyebrows and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so, in the performance that he gave in that movie was kind of, like, really disturbing. Like, <laughs> I can't even tell you how disturbing the opening I heard about it, like, because, like, even his movements and everything was... Yeah, it was, like, something that was trying to be human, but, like, couldn't quite crack the code. It, yeah. yeah. So, it was good performance. It was fucked up. Funny at times. So, I'm excited to see how... How this one, how this one uh, pulls it off. If it pulls it off, they got to. Do they kill the clown? Oh, yeah, they got to. I mean, in the book, that's how it happened. In the movie, that's how it happens, too. Now, they got to do it better than the movie. The old movie did it because he turned into this, like, claymation spider and shit, and they just pushed him over and pulled his stomach out. I was like, that's fucking whack. That's stupid. But, you know, we'll see. In other news. Mm mm mm. We got the Ninja Turtles reboot. <laughs> I'm kind of happy about this. Only because the last two movies have been not great. It was great visually. I was about to say, I was expecting you to say, really? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, like, saw, I, saw, I saw the last Ninja Turtles. Yeah. It was great visually, but the... The story... They just need, man, honestly, honestly... <laughs> They need to come out like straight action. That's Every, what I'm saying. Everyone just up and down. Like if they're not eating pizza, they're not training or something like that. They just need to be fighting. I was like, yeah, it. they need to focus on the ninja aspect of them. They need to focus on the teenage aspect of them, <laughs> and the ninja or in the uh, the mutant aspect of them. Yeah, 
You know, because and they're brothers, so they're gonna be rivalries beefing. Mm-hmm. You know, Leonardo, Michael, and uh, and uh, Raphael don't get along most of the time. So it would be great to kind of see that in a movie where they're mm-hmm. just like, even yeah. if they fight each other. Yeah, yeah, they get in a fight. You know, the, the team gets divided or some shit. You know, and then they have to fight against the common enemy, Shredder, maybe. You know, mm-hmm. but. Make it a cool, fun movie and make them slimmer and less ugly, you know. Yeah, because it was real booking, like, yeah, I Brock Lesnar. I hate it how big they were. It's like, it's like Brock Lesnar, uh, <laughs> uh, RKO, and The Rock, like, standing all in the same moment. Yeah, I was like, why the, like, yeah, like, when I saw the, like, when the first trailer for the first movie came out, everybody was like, why the fuck are they so big yeah. and why do they look like that? Yeah, they were, like, bubbly. Yeah, I was just like, it just doesn't work. Inflated some shit. Yeah, it just didn't work. And then they got like Megan Fox in it, and it, it was past her prime, so people weren't feeling it. <laughs> you know, it was just like they tried the Transformers, the Transformers format where you get a human character that mm-hmm. finds the fucking special person. Well, it was always the girl though, right? Well, she was in what. There's always a girl in uh, me, 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 yeah. yeah, April O'Neil. Yeah. I know, but they still follow the format of like them being revealed throughout her. Like she was the main character, basically, is what I'm saying. That's how that's how the, the story's first always movie, been, like the original movie. Yeah, they did it that. No, way. that's but how the story's the, always been back in the day. In the comic books, that's not how it is. April O'Neil is like a supporting character. She just shows up. But but she found them. I know. Through her own. In the, in, the, in the story. But in the comic books, that's not how it is. How did it happen in the comic books? Like, wait, the Ninja Turtles are the main characters. And then April O'Neil does show up. But it's not her rodeo. Like, we're not oh, following yeah, her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got so, you. So, like, this is, goes with my whole thing that I was saying about Transformers. Is they need to focus on the actual heroes of the story. Yeah. And not rely so much on the human aspects of the characters. Or of their roster. You know, April O'Neil is cool. Casey Jones is cool, right. but like, let's get some Ninja Turtles up in here. And that's like, fair, you know. But, that's that's very fair. But you know, it's being produced by Michael Bay again. But it's definitely, apparently, it's gonna be a, a, like a, a reboot and not a sequel to that last one, which was trying to get on everybody's good side by mm-hmm. being more fun and less comical. Dark, and, yeah, which I thought was going in the right direction, sorta. It's just the action wasn't good, you know. Like, I don't want to see turtles on an airplane or. On a on a tank, you know. Just, that was never, it's never in the old. <laughs> like they had one van that they may drive when they're out in the streets. Yeah. Other than that, they're on skateboards and other bullshit. Like I said, teenagers. Yeah, I want to see them on their bullshit, and I want to see them in peril. Like they can actually be killed in a situation. Like that would be cool to me. Mm-hmm. Like they're fighting, and then I don't know the shell breaks. Yeah, yeah, or it gets cracked or something. Oh, mm-hmm. like like uh, Michelangelo's in. Critical condition, you know. I don't know if he he's cra- gonna make he it through. The shell. Yeah, we don't know if he's gonna make it through, and then they, you know, come together like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, he comes for one of us, or somebody comes for one of us. He they come for all of us. Of us. Yep. You know, bad boys type thing. <laughs> I don't know. Brothers I don't know. for life, bad boys for life. Yeah, you know, we got we sewer turtles for life. Leonardo's like we live by code. You know, like that that's type the thing. Of if you're a ninja, you definitely can't be that big, bro. You gotta be fat, yeah, slim and yeah, fast. And teenagers can't. have lanky bodies, so yeah. Oh well, they can't be that lanky, though. But in the comic books, they're like they're they're buff, but they're like it's like if you see like a, a seventeen year old athlete, they're lucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like a like a like a like a runner type. Yeah, they would have my body physique. It would be like kind of kind of like 
defined, but not like buff. Nah. <laughs> we don't want to see that on TV. I, I mean, it gives the mutant effect. But they but don't have too... abs. You can't see their abs. You just All you see is their arms and legs. So it's 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 really like... But like the slinky, like it's too... I would like to see that. Little size, because we can get too swole. It's too swole right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, just uh, like a little size is fine, that, but you can't be like. You remember that 2016 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, the animated one, like no. CG? Well, anyway. they did one. It was like way better, but it kind of fell off the rails in the third act. But they were lanky, and I was like, I like this. this That's is... probably why it fell off in the third act. No, it's because they brought aliens in or demons or some shit. This guy thinks he's fucking hilarious or some shit. Woo! Fucking Ric Flair. <laughs> uh, but you know, um, yeah, I don't know. I so, hope I hope that works out. So what do you want them to do with it, man? I mean, other than f- visual. Oh, we we just had this. Discussion. Yeah, I was about to say it's got to focus on the family aspect, family aspect, the teenage aspect, the brotherhood aspect. Because one, you know, guys really should be going out to see this, these Ninja Turtle movies because it's all about brotherhood and yeah. shit like that, like. Women are not the main demographic for this movie. They can enjoy it. They can have fun with it, too. But, you know, like, they need to focus on their core demographic. You know, and they got weapons. They got katanas. They got, you know, nunchucks, yeah, yeah, staff. Yeah. Like, let's let's get crazy. Let's, let's hire some people that know some shit about those weapons. And let's choreograph some cool raid-type fight scenes with it. Like, I... I, I would be down to do a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie because it's not really a demanding job. It's like, it's simple. It's a simple story. You like taking the easy jobs, bro. It's not even, no. Easy, <laughs> when I say an easy job, it's because people are making it way too complicated. Yeah. Like like the first or the last two movies, somebody made it way too complicated. Somebody was like, oh, they should, we should bring in like these mutants to fight the turtles and, <laughs> and then we should bring in this alien uh, from the comics that has this like brain and he like doesn't have a body but he has like a robot he operates i'm like come on bro yeah like i get it you guys want to do the cheesy tone but y'all can't go from the first ninja turtles movie that came out in like 2014 that was like super serious and then go to that like come on i got you i got you i don't know you get me heated about this I'm charged up <laughs> but uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. here's another piece of here's another Piece of information. Drake fucking references. Whatever. <laughs> Charged up. <laughs> Charged up. But you know, uh, Black Widow Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, they went through sixty-four female directors. Sixty-four, bro. <laughs> no way. Well, like they, they didn't come on board, but they're looking at sixty-four. Okay. Yeah, they didn't hire them. That's, and that's still a lot, though, dude. But you gotta think about this. It. The standalone Black Widow movie does not have a female director. There will be fire. <laughs> Guys can't. A guy can't direct Black the Black Widow movie, which is messed up to say, but it's true. Because one, she's just gonna be over sexualized. They're gonna say that just because it's a guy doing it. I know, but that's what I'm saying. It's a double edged sword. I would like say if like in a post Wonder Woman world where the director of that movie was a woman and she did a great job. And the and that movie went through hell, which is kind of funny because Wonder Woman went through like three different female directors. Mm-hmm. And I said something, and this is when we were in college. And I said something like, "Oh, she couldn't handle." Or the, one, the latest one that got fired was like, "I guess she just couldn't handle the uh, the fire or something like that." And then like one of our film teachers was like, "What do you mean by that?" 
Like, you think that, like, because she's a woman, she can't, like, handle handle this production? And I'm like, well, like, I look at her resume, and she's never done anything of that magnitude before. And I feel that it was probably overwhelming, so she left. And her idea sounded pretty dumb. So, <laughs> for Wonder Woman, so I was just like, I was trying to be like a dick. We'll tag that professor in this podcast, by the way. It was Pierce. It I know. Was, it was Pierce. <laughs> it was Pierce. But, you know, like, but, but it was just something that, you know, and I think we had this conversation about uh, Black Panther too. This was in 2013. I said something about Black Panther where I was like, a black director has to direct Black Panther. And he was like, well, you know, what if it's, it could be anybody, you know, like all I need to do is understand the story. And then I said, intrinsically, there's certain movies that you have to know, you have to know through like experience, experience. I mean, that's, but that's what they taught us, like, even in film school, they were like, write what you know. Yeah, write what you know, write what yeah. you've been through. Yeah, like, like, like me, like, like, I hope in my, like, professional filmmaking career, I choose projects that I can find something that I can relate to. Yeah, you can and lean it, on it. Yeah, because most people that don't, or that just get the projects to get the money, it's like, it ends up being kind of a shitty project. And it gets sh- it's shown to be that. But, I mean, in the same token, dude, I, I feel... I just it's so much demographic and so much. No, I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying like you, you're not right. I, mm. I definitely believe like when you when you're directing, you have to be able to live to something mm. and be able to relate to it. But regardless whether or not like if Black Panther was written by a white director, it wouldn't or, have been or, or directed by a white director. What did I just say? Or written by a white director. I'm sorry, directed by a black director. A white director. Yes. I can't even get together, bro. But if it was, if it was like it wouldn't have caught as much attention. I don't even think the nuances would have been there. To be honest, the nuances of Killmonger's character yeah, would have but, been there. But I'm saying, like, even I'm, I'm saying, like, even if the no, 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 if the movie was filmed just as it was, everything was how it was, and it was a white director, bro, it would it still it still it wouldn't be in theaters right now. I don't think so. I. Definitely. I don't think so. I think one when people go to the movies and see the movie, that speaks for they like the audience chooses when they like they don't care a white guy. Now you would see some Twitter people saying, "Oh, white guy directed this," you know, that's who y'all paying to see this. It would be like that type of thing. But I don't think people would have been like, "Oh, I'm not gonna see this because it's a white director." I don't know. I don't think so. But Marvel was smart in saying, "Oh, we're gonna look for black directors." I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm I'm just. I'm uh, because (laughs) you're right. You're right. Because if you get okay, so. Let's say Black Widow, or whatever. Like, you get this woman, mm-hmm. and then she makes makes her sexy or whatever, yeah. like that, or overly sexy. Mm-hmm. They're not like you say. You're not. She's not gonna catch that backlash. She's not gonna be like, "Oh, girl, you made her sexy." Da, da, da. It's gonna I be think like, so. You were over. What? I think so. I don't believe because it. one. I think uh, the story of Black Widow is like about someone who is. Over sexualized and she uses her sexuality as a weapon, but then there's nuances of her being like underestimated because she's a woman, you know, and she's rolling with the Avengers and shit like that. She's got no powers, so it's kind of like okay, her backstory is pretty fucked up. Like, Batman, what kind of sort of her backstory is super fucked up. Like, she gets put in this training program, Mm -hmm. people they take out her like ovaries or some shit so she can't have babies and stuff. I'm like, that's dark. 
Like that's I wasn't laughing by that, by the way. <laughs> it just was kind of it sounded yeah. absurd. It yeah. was kind of very comic book, but this, yeah. these things, you know. And she just couldn't have children. And also, the last guy who wrote for Black Widow in Avengers Two received a lot of backlash for writing that backstory in the movie. But he was the guy that wasn't that the guy that like divorced his wife or cheated on his wife or yeah, something. Yeah, it was. But this is before all that came out. This is before all that came out when he wrote Black Widow storyline in Avengers Two. People that could not have, or women that couldn't have children were like, oh, so you think we're all monsters now? Because Black Widow in the movie is like, oh, we're both monsters because, you know, her inability to have children. Even though that's not what they meant in the movie, that that's what they took it as. And I feel like... People are going to take it their own way yeah, people any are, given time, no yeah. matter what happens, bro. And I feel like the Black Widow movie, if it's got the protection of, you know, female writers, female directors... Then it'll be a a genuine movie from a female's perspective. Because one, I always think female directors and male directors direct way differently. And this isn't an insult. This is like a good example is. I give it to you. Yeah, a good example is Twilight. I know a lot of people don't like Twilight, but think about the first movie and the way that movie was pulled off and why that franchise became a franchise. If it was directed by a guy. I don't think that movie would have made it past the first movie. Or the franchise would have made it past the first movie. I got you. Because from a female's perspective, when you read the like apparently when you read the book or if you watch the movie, it's all about the intimacy of like uh of their minds, mm-hmm. you know. Like he can't like Edward can't read Bella's mind. So he has to try to get to know her and stuff like that. And she can't read his what he's the, or she and she can't and she doesn't know what he's thinking and all that stuff. So it's like a lot of getting to know and the way that it's shot is very intimate and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And like if I think about like oh if I was directing Twilight would I have done that camera angle? Probably not. I would have tried to make make it cool cooler. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's like fierce. Yeah, I wouldn't have had them sparkle. You know, I would have had them sparkle less. You know, <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. Sparkle less. You know, or I wouldn't have focused on all that other shit that she focused on and she did a great job. So it's almost and. To prove my point even further, no other Twilight movie after the first one was directed by a woman. All directed by males, and they don't work as movies at all. Like, like they got the dudes who wrote American Pie two to direct the second one, and it was not it was not directed well at all, at all. And then third one, same story. Fourth one, better directed. Actually, was a decent director on the last two, but. You know, it's one of those things where you just don't know. I don't know. The name lives on, brother. Yeah, the name lives on. I mean, it's it's sexist, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it's I like you can't, it. you can't. I mean, I don't know. It's in the world, in the world, not even in the in a world, in the film world, mm-hmm. it's hard to be your own person. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Like you can't, you, you really can't sit here and be like, "Well, my my," like you have your own directing style and mm-hmm. little simple things like that. But you can't, you really can't be creative. You have to be like, "Well, the world wants to see this, and they want to see it this way, and it, it has to be portrayed in this style way." And then you have to direct. If you try, if yeah, you, if you try to do your own shit, especially yeah. if you're the writer slash director. Which happened with Avengers two. A lot of people don't fuck with Avengers two like that because they're like, "Man, it's too much." Like. Like character study shit going on in that movie, but that movie or the rest of the Marvel movies, the good ones don't work without that movie. So it's like 
it's kind of a thankless job. Mm-hmm. I think so. It's like so. I this is I. I mean. Cause like you know, it was just like you said, sometimes like uh, even when we were filming like mm-hmm. the Hitler and stuff like that, it was like, yeah, man, like uh, I I'll I hear you say like, yeah, that, that 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 shot was good, you know, we'll do the dolly, but let's let's put like uh, another effect on it, like let's turn it, let's have a different camera angle on it or whatever yeah. like that. No, and then they'll be like, and they'll be like, no, I don't think I don't think it's gonna be like, nah, let's do it, let's do it, let's <laughs> change the angle, you know what I'm saying? You'll do it, and then it worked. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But it's like some things you don't have creative freedom. You don't I, really my, have it. Yeah, my thing is, I'm more like I I would lean more towards like if I was directing something, I would want to be heavily involved with the story or the script. Oh yeah, but if but with and something sometimes it's out of your hands. Yeah, which I, which, which I agree with. Like eventually with, with the big name films, you can't do that. Like Ryan Coogler with Creed One. Yeah, yeah. He had he clean slate. Oh, let's do this up. Well, I say let's this. make this happen. Well, I say this. There's some creative freedom sometimes with the people in charge. If the people in charge trust you. Like Black Panther, <laughs> they let him do shit that they normally don't let directors do. Right. Like kill off a villain that they knew was going to be a fan favorite. <laughs> you know, like let him kill, like let him die. Mm-hmm. Like it, like if this was by like another studio, they would have said, oh no, Killmonger survives Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's going to come back again. Yeah, he'll be, we put him in jail. Put him in what kind of jail. Right. You know, something like that. But no, and this they're like, no, it'd be more poignant if he died. And they were like, okay, let's let's do it. Let's 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 go with it. They might have not agreed, but you know, but sometimes it, it sometimes. But then there's a vice versa effect where the ending or something you might or a decision you might have in mind doesn't work for the overall movie. Like Get Out's original ending, where. Was it? I don't know what the after, was. after the main character goes through all that shit, mm-hmm. he kills the his girlfriend or the girlfriend or the one that he thought was his girlfriend mm-hmm. or whatever. And then the police shows up, mm-hmm. and he's got his hands up, and it just looks like a bad situation because all those he killed like a whole house mansion full of white people mm-hmm. <laughs> in that third act, and so he gets arrested. He's in jail. He's talking on. The other end of the line with the the TCA guy, TSA guy, <laughs> that's it, TCA, TSA guy, Tucker. and he's like, you know, like man, this is fucked up or some shit like that, and then it wouldn't work, yeah. And then in the movie, he goes to jail, so it gave a surprise effect at the end, yeah, because because as soon as you saw the lights, and then she was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> she yeah. started doing a little wine thing, he's like. Fucking bitch, like yeah. yeah, like you just got disgusted, but then it's like the TCA dude was like, oh, "Sorry, I'm relief." Yeah. So I mean, it did work. I, I get what you're saying with that. Like, so that yeah, was, so sometimes it, it'll make your movie better if you listen, but you have to trust your your good, like story wise. Because I think Jordan Peele was like fighting it for a while, and then it started to make more sense the more he showed it to audiences and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like you gotta you gotta have some some flexibility to change your ending. Now I will say. I think you remember this story. There was a movie that we shot. I'm not going to say what the movie was. That we helped shoot. And like the ending of the movie irks me so much. On set, I was like, what if we change this? (laughs) And then lo and behold. Because the whole movie, the bad guy is chasing them. And then that climax of the movie, the the bad guy shoots their daughter. And then the hero of the movie heals... He was the little girl, and then they sing a song, and then the bad guy walks away. I'm not gonna lie, that set was so like 
It was cold. Messy a little bit. It's cold. <laughs> yeah, it was just like. But I will say it, that that was the only part that I had like some like. Let's get it done. I had some no like that part. I was like I I fought a lot to try to get, and it wasn't it wasn't my just like creative decision to say that mm-hmm. to do that. I just felt story wise it would have been better because one I know audiences that are parents don't want to see the guy who shot some little girl walk away. At oh yeah, yeah. They want to see him get fucked up, and it was like oh well we you know. It's a more peaceful ending this way. He learns a lesson. I'm I like, want to see that, bro. You like, didn't <laughs> like I would have let the theater mad, but you know, it's it's stuff like that, like where I would have been kind of. Well, you wish you had fought harder to kind of make a change, mm-hmm. or at least shoot an alternate ending or something. You know, wasn't in our budget, bro. It was in the budget. It wasn't even to be. It was whatever. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, anyways, I say this much. Uh, what's another topic? Oh, here's one. Terminator 6. I know you brought this up before we started uh, recording, but I looked it up and, you know, they got the they got the original actress from the first two Terminator movies to come back, Linda Hamilton. The mom? Yeah, and she looks so wrinkly now. She was pushing wrinkly in the first ones. No, she wasn't. She was like only like 30. <laughs> the same no com- one, she's like 35. No comment. That's wrinkly to you? No comment. Oh, you just think she aged badly? No comment. Wow. You're mean. It's not mean. I'm just telling the truth, bro. She looked wrinkly in the first one. Mm. Like, she was like. Linda, I apologize. She was definitely old what? enough to have a teenage child or like a kid that was Linda, like. Linda, I apologize for what he's saying. He doesn't know that you're a legend. You're mo- one of the most badass women of all time. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Right after Megan Fox and. I said Turkish. badass, not fucking. Oh, okay. Said badass, not finest. You know, but you know, I think, uh, you know, she didn't do a. Or, I mean, uh, she did a smart thing by not showing up for the sequels, but she came back for this one, and you know, this supposed to be a reboot of the franchise because nobody saw the last Terminator movie, Terminator uh, Genesis. Ugh. What movie was that? Yeah, it was. <laughs> mm. Did you see it? I saw it, but it was like I saw it on like TV. Yeah. I didn't even try to see it in the theaters because I was just like, "Who is playing Terminator? It's still Arnold Schwarzenegger?" No, it's a new dude. But it's, it, I think Arnold might have a cameo or something in it. I. It's directed by the guy who did the first Deadpool. Got you. I got you. That's a turn that they should take for Terminator. I I feel like the Terminator brand was so heavily. Grounded on artists, <laughs> yeah. It was nothing. It was like like you had the kid, you had the mom, or whatever the case was, and that was cool side pieces or whatever. But it was all on artists. He they, had Rambo. They tried to get all this a, other well, stuff. I mean, not. Yeah, come on. You know what the fuck I'm talking about? But you know, I think yeah, uh, Rocky. That's Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> but you know, I think, yeah. <laughs> but you know, what you yeah, Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> that's Chris Pratt. <laughs> but you know, like. uh what do you call it? Um, they tried to get away from Arnold Schwarzenegger one time with Terminator Salvation, and it had Christian Bale in it as like an older version of the Teenage Son in the two thousand mm-hmm. or the nineteen ninety seven one, and it was just bad. It wasn't good. I was like, it was badly cast, and it just wasn't a good story. And you know, 
It just, yeah. Terminator just is not a fun story to tell. Like, there's no other new things you can tell with Terminator that make it makes it fun. One and two are great stories. One, you got the bad guy chasing after the mom, and then the sequel, you have another bad guy chasing the mom and her teenage son, while the bad guy from the first one comes back and is now a good guy to protect them. I'm like, okay, cool. That's a good end verse. Mm-hmm. You can end it right there. I mean, the end of the second one makes me get all teary-eyed and shit. You know, like when he, like, is... Melting himself in the lava and then right. he does a thumbs on the train. up. Yeah, and then he does the thumbs up and that music is playing. Du, 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 du. That shit was corny. It is corny, <laughs> but it's corny in a good way. It gets yeah. you in the feels. Like, I can watch that now and be like, bro. <laughs> Shut the tear. Yeah. yeah. I, I won't cry. The only, yes, movie, Shut only up. movie I cry on is uh, E.T. <laughs> I don't know why I cry on E.T. You really time. cry on E.T.? Bro, you were there. I was getting all teary eyed and shit. We watched it in film class one time. Bro, the lights are out, bro. I'm paying attention to you. You <laughs> probably weren't. Probably weren't. But yeah, I was getting all emotional at the end. I always really? get. I don't know why I get emotional. It's the mute. It's the score. The way the movie's shot, and then the fact that ET is such an innocent creature that, like, why are we as human beings so fucked up that we just want to fucking cut this fucking ugly ass nice alien up? You know, we could learn so much from him. It just pissed me off. It makes me angry. But there was it, one movie recently that almost brought me to this here, man. I forgot what it was. <laughs> What's not been good? You always remember the movies that. Yeah. Movie. I mean, man. If anything, I call back and just recall and be like, if I sit down watching now, it's probably Lion King. If I watch it from start to finish, I probably, I might be like, I don't even know why you, you cried in that one. My nigga was a gangster, bro. No. His brother killed him, bro. Was fucked up. I love to see a live action Lion King with human beings. I don't. That'd be great. I don't. That'd be a great story. You got Scar going after like a uh, like like with like legit humans. Like they're not lions. They're African tribe or some shit. I'd love to see that shit. That'd be awesome. They have a play like that. It's called Black Panther. <laughs> well, Black Panther. I, I did make some correlations with Black Panther. Yeah. But you know, it's it's it's, it's great. It's black I'm like culture. any 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 African movie you see, you're gonna be like, oh, Black Panther. Or yeah, Lion, you, you Lion King is based off of a black. You know, African story, but you know, white. Well, I'm not gonna say white people, but I had this conversation recently. Coming to America, is some, based off the same thing. Yeah, somebody was like, "Oh, it's actually based off of Othello," and I'm like, "If you don't shut the fuck." With the white line, huh? What's Othello? It's like a it's it's a it's a play written by Shakespeare. Hmm. Actually, it wasn't Othello. They said it was a uh, King Lear, maybe. I, I forgot mean, what they. I forgot which which Shakespeare play they related it to. I, I just feel like with any any African culture thing, it's gonna you can be like, oh, Lion King. Like, it's literally coming to America. What is that? Is if that's not Lion King? He's yeah. leaving this. He's leaving this. I know it's the father son thing. He, yeah. Well, he yeah, he's Except bigger. The father doesn't die. So. He leaves. And his father. It's die, less Shakespearean. I say that the Lion King is the only one that's like Shakespeare. Well, Lion King and Black Panther are the only two black related things that have ever touched something on a Shakespearean level. Yeah, yeah, okay, I got you. Like it's all like everything comes full circle. Family dynamics, family versus family. Yeah, you know, like you got sections that are coming for this kid. You know, this young blood mm-hmm. kid, you know, so it's just, I don't know. There's a lot, a lot that's, going on. That's it. But that's it, though. Yeah. That's that's the culture, bro. And it worked, yeah. And I, I, and I like that. And I think we should have more Shakespearean black movies in a way, you know. 
where it's like that complex. But you know, it's hard. I want to ask this question. Yeah. Not nothing to do with movies. Yeah, sure. So the way that the African culture is portrayed, right, in movies, right? No, no, no I'm yeah. just saying, like, you know, not even, not even gonna say on the father figure. Like, mm-hmm. let's not even take that into account. Um, but how it's played, uh, does that relate to the American culture, regardless whether it's black families, white families, Mexican, Hispanics, or whatever? Is it is it really like because you know like Black Panther everybody related everybody went to it and was like oh I can relate to that da, 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 whatever think, the case I think, is I think what Black Panther could like if I wasn't black what I could relate Black Panther to <laughs> and I'm reaching here but yeah, I would right, say right. if I wasn't black and I watched Black Panther I could see the pride in one's culture and then also thinking the best about your culture even when that might not be true when your culture might have some bad history to it like you yourself might not be taking on those that that heavy shit from the past and you're trying to better advance you know society and all that stuff Mm -hmm. you know because everybody's trying to be like oh we're all one race and shit like that so i can see some similarities there but mostly most black panther is for Black people mostly, but it does have some elements where you can watch it and be inspired by, you know, what T'Challa's doing, you know, what even, you know, you learn a lesson from it. If I was a kid and I watched it, there's like, I was like, oh, your parents, you thought your parents were right about something. Mm-hmm. They, they're not always right. Sometimes they make wrong decisions. And right. then there comes an age where you're, Adult, yeah, you're an adult, you're a man or a woman, whatever, and you got to decide, you know, to make your own choices, even if they're the wrong ones, you know, you got to have the courage to do that, if in your heart you think it's right. Hmm. <laughs> that sounded like a, P- a PSA. <laughs> no, it was cool. I, I mean, I, I'm, I, I get it. But I, I, let's, let's put it. <laughs> I see where you're going with because uh, because I mean like um, I can't relate to Romeo and Juliet. I can't. Re- I've never been able to relate. Do you get what I'm saying? Like like I get you. I get you. Like, but I will say there are elements of that that are, you can kind of relate to. You can you can in the sense of like let me put myself in this person's shoes, but in the not, sense not of that. you never dated anybody where their parents might not like you, and then their parents, your parents might not like th- them. And so it's kind of like you're like, asking the wrong. You, you're asking the wrong one. Oh, okay. Because I was always like, bro, if I can't bring you home to mama, then oh, you a dog. Yeah. I would. I, I would never have sex with a girl if I was worried about having a baby with her, bro. No, no, like, no, not that. Not worried about the bringing the person home, but like thinking about how your parents would react. That's first. That's what I'm saying. That's first. That's first. Like you do shit like that, and I'll be like, oh, mama would like that. Okay, but what if they were great? What if? You thought they were great and they were good enough to visit. I've never mom. been in that situation. Okay, okay, you've never been in that situation, but a lot of people have been in situations where they've dated somebody who their parents did not like. Actually, I have. Honestly, yeah, I was about to say, but I, but I, it's young. But it was when you were really young. But I realized that that person wasn't for me, and it was broke off. It wasn't. It wasn't like oh my. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But that's when like, that's when Romeo and Juliet cuts off for me. I can relate to the part where it's just like oh, it's kind of like. 
it's a relationship that everybody says you probably shouldn't do, but you want to do it anyways because you're young and you're just like, you know, like no. <laughs> I'm doing this whether you say it or not. But it's like it's to, it. to me to me it, when I when I think about Romeo and Juliet, honestly, mm. this is exactly what I think of. I think about Greece or something <laughs> like that. Oh, that's mean. That's harsh. No, I'm just I'm saying it's like. Oh, you got this, like, Grease said, oh, dude, dude, whatever. And he's dating the daughter. They don't like him. They don't like him because he, put, he portrays like himself thug. as that. Yeah. Thug, See, because thug. the thing with Romeo and Juliet, they they put it in a. Like in a warring faction. Yeah, they put it in a, like, oh. But they, they, it's almost like gang related. It's like, well, this rival gang. And, that, and that's that's the only way that I could do it because it's a family. It's I mean, a family there thing. Is a, there's a, you've seen the movie, right? The, the, the modern day version of Romeo and Juliet. No, I haven't. It's got DiCaprio in it, and it basically puts it in modern day, and they're like, they're, uh, it's gangs. Like, it's little gangs. Like, they got guns and shit, and Bruh. it's like, but they're speaking exactly like the Shakespeare <laughs> shit. So Leonardo DiCaprio's got a gun, and he's like, I will do what art thou not have said thou will do. You know? <laughs> <laughs> And it's modern day. It's modern day, bro. No it's the, I'm way. gonna show you the clip after this is over. After we finish, <laughs> after we finish, I'm gonna show you the clip I'm talking about. But somebody did it, and it was not bad. It wasn't bad. But the only thing was that I, I can't relate to is killing yourself, because uh, you're like person you're madly in love with is dead. Like I might be a dick for saying this, but like my loved one dies, that somebody I was super in love with dies. You know, well, I'm gonna just be like, yeah, that hurts. I think. I think. I think. <laughs> I think that's more of a um, parallel on the fact of, have you ever heard, like, um, when the spouse dies, the other spouse usually dies soon after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's just more of a parallel versus, teens. well, yeah, they are And teens, it's like, yeah. and every, you know, about to die naturally. And, yeah, <laughs> and every time I bring this up to people, they're like, oh, but it's like young love. I'm like, puppy love. <laughs> even, even when I was like 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Dang, what's up with this span, bro? You supposed to keep it in five year increments. Bro. I mean, but that's probably the years where you're the dumbest, probably. So, well, you do the dumbest shit for most people. <laughs> Mine's probably probably my twenties, like <laughs> right now. For most people, right now. I say for most people, but you know, for most people that they in those ages they do the dumbest shit, and then you know, but I've never heard of anybody killing, killing themselves because their girl died or their boyfriend died, like. And it was all a big misunderstanding. She took some type of sleeping thing. Yeah, she took a sleeping thing that was going to make her look like she was dead. And then the boyfriend thought, or Romeo thought she was dead really for real. Did. And drank it. And then he died in it for nothing. She woke up. And I think she killed herself at the end. Yeah, I think she like stabs herself in the chest or some shit. I don't know. Some overly dramatic. To be or not to be? That is the question. Be alive. Fuck that question. <laughs> what a time <laughs> to be alive. Yeah. But you and yours, yeah. <laughs> versus me and mine. Yeah, <laughs> Are we talking teams? Yeah. Just, just stop. I'm it. not gonna do that. I'm, stop it. Nah, we gotta see Drake. He's yeah. so Shakespeare. Yeah, like but you know, it's just one of those things where you know. But I, I do think we should get more into. And when I say Shakespeare, I just mean like dynamics between people. That's it. I don't mean like all that lovey dovey. Wait, 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 wait. We who? Black people in movies. Um, mm. Black Panther was Shakespearean and, and it worked so mm. super well. You mm, gotta mm, start mm, doing it. Mm, mm, yeah. mm, mm. Because think about the movies that like are coming out now, like Superfly. 
Mm-hmm. I'm okay with the movie like mm-hmm. Superfly as long as it's complex. Like as long as the character is complex. But he wasn't complex. It was like, oh, I'm like you, felt, you saw it? Yeah, I saw it. And he's like, you know, he's like, oh, I'm trying to get out the get out the game while I still can. And then like, you know, the the bad guy in that movie hates him for like no reason. It's, and I know that that happens in real life. That you know we have beef with mm-hmm. people that are just stupid. But I'm just like when you watch. You ain't the got movie, no haters, Gene Popper. Yeah, but I'm like. If it's a movie, I want it. To, I want to be invested. I want there to be some history between mm-hmm. the hero and the bad guy. It could be a small thing like, "Oh yeah, he my cousin," you know. But we're rivals, and not that we all have to be related in I movies. Have a, I have a question about cousins later. Yeah, <laughs> I can't ask you now at oh, all. Okay. I definitely can't ask you right now. Okay, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Just something dark, something or something dark and interesting. But you know, that's all. That's all I would like to see. True. That's okay. about it. That's, that's it. That's, I think that's it. Unless some big news oh, has dropped. Oh man! I think this is a record. I think this is record time. Unless some bigger movie news has dropped, which is always possible that that can happen. Very much so. But you know, I'm not seeing anything. Oh shit! Well, this is something that's kind of fucked up. So. Johnny Depp's $650 million film fortune is almost gone. 600 and how much? <laughs> $650 million fortune. So all that money is almost gone, like depleted. Is that what it's saying? Yeah. He made. He apparently made $650 million on films that netted $3.6 billion. Hmm. Oh, uh, that wraps it up for Nerdy Talks. <laughs> yeah. so who, who, I can't even imagine spending that much money. I don't know. Maybe when the fame hits you, you start doing stupid stuff. But <laughs> I hope you bought. I hope we like own some houses and some real estate or something like that, bro. I don't even know. Who knows? But I think he has like multiple houses and stuff. But he's got taxes. If that. I ever made that much money, I'd still be like, bro, I'm paying. Like, I'm making sure my stuff is paid off. Mm-hmm. You never know, man. In this industry, and that's why it's so hard. Yeah. And shout out to everybody who's doing it, making something happen, who's grinding, trying to do something for it. Like when you get there, mm-hmm. just remember your struggle to get there, and don't don't blow it. Don't take it for granted, because like I said, in this industry, things could happen just like that. Like switch up on you. You know, it could blow up, mm-hmm. or it could fail. Mm-hmm. That's dark. I mean, but it, that's the that's the truth and reality. In any any part of the film industry, like whether you're a writer, director, producer, you you fuck up, bro. They're gonna put it your name out there. Yeah, could be over. And, and like I said, when they put in put your name out there, just hope that it's for good stuff. Like hope that it's not like, well, you know, he's got to, he's got some history. Yeah, he's he's supposed to be executive producer, but he couldn't even get us a house to work in. It's like, bro, yeah. he couldn't even get a table on set. He couldn't he couldn't he couldn't get a, a glass bottle. Yeah. <laughs> So you know, these are these are rough rough stories. I know we I got like a handful of stories like that, or it's just like not personal stories, but stories that I know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it just like I said, it happens. You know, take the punch, go with it, bro, and just you gotta still be creative. Yeah. That's 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 I think that's that's like uh, you know how you used telling me like you know buy a PlayStation or something like that. You know, you can when you're stressed out or whatever. That's a good reliever, like. Yeah, your creator. If you if you're in this field, your creativity and your dynamics should be your relief. That should like bring you to a 
holding place. Like, okay, I'm good. I can do this. Let me get back to this other thing. I agree. So that I way, agree. when your name does pop up, or you know, if you if you do get that leverage, you can be like, well, yeah. I got this stuff. Like Jordan Peele, look, I got this stuff that I worked on back in the day. Oh, and I can make this happen. That's the one I forgot about. That's the news I forgot about. Right, this is a go. good one. So Jordan Peele figured out what his next project after. Damn, that wasn't even a. <laughs> I wasn't even trying to. <laughs> he do wasn't that, trying but. to, but it came. Yeah, Jordan Peele went to Disney. And apparently pitched a live action version of Gargoyles. Ooh. Like he was like, that's like this is apparently something he's really passionate about. And Disney ooh, said, ooh, and ooh. Disney said that they're not really feeling it. But they didn't tell him no. They're just hoping that he forgets about it and just moves on to another project. Because they, they think Gargoyles doesn't fit the Disney brand. Even though <laughs> What? Oh, they don't fit the Disney brand anymore. And it's Disney. You know how frustrating that would be if I was like the biggest director that's hottest on the streets right now, and I say, "Hey, I want to do this movie," and then they're like, "Carcos is like our brand, but it's not our brand." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's like we own it, but like we, it's not really yeah, like we bro. threw those scripts in the trash. Bro. Yeah, it's like he's saying he wants to like really do like he's on some Christopher Nolan shit. I think that would be cool, dude. I really think that would be cool. I do think it's bizarre though. Why? Why gargoyles? Well, well, gargoyles, because gar. Oh no no, why- no 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 no! Gargoyles was like, like the dark mutant ninja turtles, bro. I can agree, but I I, I only say this. I never really could get with. I, I watched a couple episodes of Gargoyles, and from what I saw, I was like, okay. Eh, eh. But that was only because at the time. Spider Man and X Men started coming out. Was coming out and it kind of eclipsed Gargoyles. But if Gargoyles was the only thing out, I would probably if be like, "If you were born this, in the eighties, bro, this was nineties." Gargoyles? Gargoyles. It was the nineties. If you were born in the eighties, you rock with Gargoyle. You weren't born in the eighties. I know I was born in nineties. But you rock with Gargoyles now. You're talking. But about I'm saying Gargoyles. like, I don't think because you. I think if you were born for in you the millennials, 80s, yeah, I think for the eighties, you probably would fuck with like He Man and. Thundercats and shit like that. That's what that's for. I'm just saying that's the era. That's the time. I, I think Gargoyles. I think that's the '90s. That's straight up '90s. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I feel like Gargoyles will have its own fan base, and I think it would attract people because it was darkness. Mm. You can't let you can't let DC, like it's not going to be DC dark or nothing like that. <laughs> but I was about to say the story of Gargoyles. I don't know. And I can see Jordan Peele kind of making it dark. Because they're kind of like not... Like, oh, I'm going to save the day. But they are heroes. But they're just like... They they fucking are frozen during the day. So it's all during nighttime. Most of that story takes place at night. It has to take place during at nighttime. So it's like... Your movie's already visually... And then they're like human like... Oh my gosh. That is cool. I think that would be a cool <laughs> movie, bro. Well, the internet agrees. The internet is like, hey, fucking just let give them that. Yeah, yes, bro. You know what? I would say just don't even don't even make it a big budget movie. Just give him like a, a fifty, sixty million dollar Gargoyles movie. Bro, he'll probably put some more with him, like, bro. And he can make it good. Just give him something. You know, if we get and get a Spawn movie that's super cheap, that's made with like twelve million or some shit like that. I'm I'm backing it up. Yeah, I, I get my approval. Hey, Jordan Peele, you need some help, bro. <laughs> I can executive produce, right? Get you some coffee, bro. Whatever you need. I'm with it. I'm surprised. It really hit me by surprise when I was reading that That's kind of cool. I was like, really? Really? Jordan Peele wants to do Clark? But but he fucks with it, so that's cool. 
Because that would be me. Like, if I had a big movie, I would do some out-of-the-pocket shit. Like, I want to do Power Rangers. Like, let me reboot it. <laughs> and they'd be like, you just won an Oscar. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, but, like, I really fuck with Power Rangers. Let's like, do it. Let me reboot it. <laughs> but but that's, it, bro. that's about it. That's, that wraps up this episode. I think this is, what, episode 21, maybe? I think this is 21. Here we go. So, the big 20. I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a while before we get to 100. It's gonna be a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Unless we just like do multiple episodes. Give us your thoughts. Have fun with it. Yeah. Tell us, tell us what you thought about all this stuff. Uh, were we? Was I wrong about Creed two? You know all this stuff. But, you know, just let's just talk about it. I I do respond. Money do a phone line. Phone line. No, that would be, <laughs> that'd be bad. All yeah. right, man. Oh. This wraps it up for the day. Oh, I got one more thing. Oh, this motherfucker. I got one more thing. I'm sorry. There's so much news that happened. I'll save it. It's about Sonic. They still haven't cast the live. Yeah, they still haven't cast who Sonic is is playing or who's playing who Sonic is playing who's playing Sonic. But I promise, if it's not Donald Glover, I would be upset. All right, that wraps it up it's today. <laughs> All right, peace. Peace out.